Hey guys, just giving a quick content warning before you start listening to this podcast. This is about superheroes, so you might be of any age, because superheroes are for people of all ages. But we gave the world access to asking whatever random question about superheroes you can think of. So, the truth is people are perverts. While never dealing with anything explicit in this, there will be swearing in this podcast. There will be occasional anatomy discussions. Uh, sex is a thing that exists in the world of this podcast, even if we're not telling you the down and dirty. So if that's not going to be your thing, that's okay. If it is going to be your thing, you'll probably enjoy yourself. Welcome to Word Balloons with Zach and Tyler. It's basically what goes through my head when I'm trying to fall asleep every goddamn night. That was Zach. I'm Tyler. <laughs> Hello. Uh, if this ends up sounding different than before, thanks to COVID, there was like a six-month period between now we'll and the get last going time on we this recorded. and then we didn't get going on it this. It didn't happen. But we're back on track today. We've been flying high on our own hot air. We stopped in again. To answer some of your questions. God, he's so proud of that line. Fuck you, yes I am. <laughs> so with that in mind, Zach, what is our question for the week? Our question today comes from our editor, Stephen Gady. I have no idea if I pronounced that right still, and he's looking at me while doing this. Hi, Stephen. Uh, who is the least cop hero? While this is recording, I don't know when this is coming out, but while this is recording, there is a lot of protests going on about... Cops doing shitty things. Hi, guys. I am not sugarcoating this. Tough. So you probably have a better answer than me. So I'll start off with mine. Okay. Because I'm just going to throw out the political answer because I'm tired of fucking seeing this shit. The Punisher is the least cop hero. He was my honorable mention. Because he should be, but he's kind of not. But get, show he your work. He should be, but he's kind of not. I'm a big Punisher fan. The only reason the Punisher works is because in the best Punisher stories... His enemies are monsters in human form. Like, they are so depraved that it is hard to see any amount of humanity left in them. And he was a character created to be the emblem of a a broken system. He was literally supposed to be the failure of the justice system. Yes. And he's taking it upon himself. He's not working within any system to try to enact anything. He's taking it upon himself to be fucking judge, jury, and executioner. And unfortunately, we have way too many cops looking up to this asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah like I said, the, I, love, I love reading Punisher stories, but the only ones that truly work are the ones where he is truly going up against monsters. Where he's not a hero. No. I'll, I'll read a story about a villain. That's he's fine. A, he's a scalpel. Yeah. Uh, as a, he was the first th- name that came to my mind because, as you said, he's not supposed to be. But unfortunately... When a lot of cops are literally putting the Punisher decal on their cars, which is horrifying. Uh, it, I, I just can't really say that anymore. I briefly thought Spider-Man, because he's you know, very funny, very charming. He's very non-threatening in a lot of ways. And the best Spider-Man stories involve him actively helping the community. I briefly thought Superman, which a lot of people are going to fight me on, but I am a fan of the kind of radical kindness Superman, who is not about the status quo, but is about doing good. If that goes with working with the government, great. With uh, Against it, that's fine. Try and fucking stop me. But I finally settled on a character named D-Man. D-Man was created by Mark Grunewald. 
He is from Grunewald's Cap Run. He was originally a professional wrestler that was given superpowers because there was briefly this like pro- superpowered professional wrestling league in Marvel, which is great. It would make me watch wrestling for once. But D-Man has various mental issues, including schizophrenia, and has more than once the system has failed him and he has ended up homeless. And he ends up basically being a hero for homeless people. Like, living on the streets, looking after the people on the streets. And, as my wife put it, if he was black or a woman, that would just make him everything that the cop system fails. Mm. Um, I am trying not to be directly terrible to cops while also being like, hey, get your shit together, while answering this question. Yeah. Mine's (laughs) like, get your shit together, because this guy should be your opposite. But Uh he's unfortunately not. Yeah. So, a homeless schizophrenic man that looks after the people that the system literally has forgotten is probably the least cop hero that I can possibly think of. Yeah. I was having a hard time with this one. Be honest. I figured it out today, like an hour ago. I've had this, as we said, for like six months. Yeah. Well, then I was also having the problem of like, just thinking of heroes that just have nothing to do at all with like, any almost any sort of justice they just sort of save the day in their own ways and like like the doom patrol in, in their own ways are all the least cop heroes yeah cause... doom patrol honorable mention uh i thought of brother power the geek who is a joe simon like creator of captain america creation that is a like marionette doll or something a rag doll that is brought to life and hangs out with the hippies and joe simon refuses to talk about it for the rest of his life after it was done publishing Squirrel Girl. Steven, I don't know if you can just picking up the mic, but Squirrel Girl is an excellent one that I wish I had thought of. Yeah. That's a She's good another, one. like, radical good, radical kindness hero, which I am all about. Awesome. I think we, I think this was good answers. I like it. Good answers. All right. That's, uh... All right. In order to keep our journey going, we're after to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. Prod him a bit. See what shakes loose. Your smile is just so... They can't see it, but it is just... You're, like, cackling and rubbing your hands together here. It's true. Uh, <laughs> I'll get over it, I promise. Any misses or mistakes we have will be made up for at the end of the, our trip, but we'll keep with the theme that we've been going of sort of C-list villains. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop today on Clock King? Clock King. I'm not sure where Clock King first appeared. I'm pretty sure he, it might have been Batman the... Uh, the, like, 66 Adam West TV show. I am pretty sure he appears in that show at the very least. He doesn't even really have time powers. He's just a dude obsessed with clocks. In some versions, his costume is literally, like, purple and then a bunch of clocks all over it. He was rather brilliantly recreated for Batman the Animated Series, where he just wears a simple suit. Uh, I think in that one he had glasses that kind of looked like the face of a clock. They used him in Arrow in a very similar one. His big thing is mostly timing. Like, oh, it takes me exactly four seconds to do this, and then I go do that, and blah, 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 blah. He's on the list of villains that were created because they're getting paid like two bucks an hour to make these things. And they're like, fuck it, we just need something out. Uh, Clock King, uh, 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 King Tut, uh, uh, the calculator. And then later on, people went, how would we make them interesting? And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Do you happen to remember his real name? Uh, It is 
Time-themed, because of course it fucking is. Uh, no, I do not. Give me the name. William Talkman. Oh my god. Oh, I feel a little ill there. The The main thing I remember about Clock King is during the Justice League International era, which is a kind of humor era of the Justice League, a Injustice League tries to form, and they're even more useless than that era's Justice League. And then they accidentally stop some other big criminal and decide they're going to become another branch. Because at this point there's Justice League International, Justice League Europe, and the people in charge of the Justice League are like, oh my God, what are we going to do? We have these villains that we don't want to like stop them. So they make them Justice League Antarctica and send them to Antarctica where they hang out and actually do save the world from like mutant penguins or something like that. Oh, what like, wait, yes. Like, Lovecraft's giant mutant penguins? I don't know. The Mountains of Madness? I don't read wildly (laughs) racist people. No, I do read wildly (laughs) racist people from the 1930s, just not that wildly racist. (laughs) Listen to an episode of General Nerdery if you want to hear me yell about that one. Um, William Talkman. William Talkman. I I mean, you pretty much... I kind of love it, it but... You kind of got it all. There technically was a second Clock King. Sure. Why not? I mean, it's better than Condiment King, but okay. Um, that was who I almost picked. Who created Clock King? Uh, it was created by uh, France Heron. Okay, don't know that one. There's a lot of people who have made Batman over the years. Oh, uh, France Heron co-created Captain Marvel Jr. and Red Skull. Oh, so he actually did do cool things. Yeah. Good job, man. And then uh, Clock King. And Cave Carson. Oh, also good things that most people don't know about. So well, we'll do Cave Carson cool. another day. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Cave Carson. Not worried about that. That's it for today, folks. We're taking off. Before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows over on the Earverm Network. Uh, that is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M dot com. Uh, other ways to get in touch with us and follow us will be posted in the show notes. And as always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey there, listener. This is your editor and stowaway, Stephen. Wanted to give a very special thank you to Ian Ford for letting us use their song Tracks as our theme song. To hear more of their music, you can check them out on SoundCloud.